welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about how to find happiness and healing after a health crisis. I'm delighted to welcome special guest Ananda Sahuraja. Ananda is the author of Stroke of Gratitude, the CEO of one of the largest wellness companies in Singapore, and a stroke survivor. You can learn more about Ananda and his book at his website, strokeofgratitude.com, and I'll include a link in the show notes. Welcome, Ananda. I am so glad that you could join with me today. Thank you so much, uh, Linda, for the invitation. My name is Ananda Sharuraja. Originally, my original name was Ananda Raja, but five years ago, I changed my name uh, to help in the healing process because Names are very important. Uh, so uh, I I went to a naming expert and he said, you have to change your name. And so I changed my name from Ananda Raja to Ananda Sharo Raja. And I'm happy that my healing is accelerating. Really? By changing your name? Yes. So So now what... What did the first name, did it have a meaning? And did the new yes. name have a meaning? Yes. Ananda means happiness in Sanskrit. Nice. Yeah. And um, my name, uh, I actually like, I like people to be happy, you know. And I've been looking, looking forward to do things to help people be happy because I think happiness is the most important thing that we want to aspire to. That's beautiful. I'm surprised you weren't saying something like health and happiness, because yeah. health is something that you have been working uh, on pretty pretty intensely. Yes. I, I, I think you're right, you know. Uh, before my stroke, it's only happiness, uh, but now I should focus on health and happiness. You're right. Thank you for the tip. <laughs> so happiness. Beautiful. And the last name? What does that mean? Shadu Raja, it was... I, I must have a name uh, that would give me, will help me heal my body. And uh, so the naming expert gave me the name. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how he came out with Shadow Raja. Really? Okay, so you don't know what that one means. It doesn't mean something obvious like happiness. Maybe it no, means it health and happiness and I don't know. That's why, Linda, if you look up... Uh, for more information on Ananda Sharaja, you don't find much information. Oh, but interesting. If you look up Ananda Raja, uh, there is more information. Yeah. Interesting. I would just like to correct. I was the biggest, uh, one of the largest uh, spine wellness companies till 2012, the, day, the year of my stroke. Uh, now I'm not the largest uh, because I've sold part of my company away. And so my wife is running the balance of my company, and I'm focusing on um, on my book now, on my book journey. That's wonderful. I think it's beautiful how you're able to kind of find a way to make things work for you and your situation. Where, And I think part of your ambition of, I need to be the biggest, I need to be the best, is actually maybe what kind of led to a problem. Would you mind telling your story and explain why you are why you wrote this book and why you're doing what you're doing? Yes, uh, you're right, um, uh, Linda. It was a mistake for me before my stroke 
to always focus on working, right, and doing business, right. Um, I should have spent more time with my family, more time on doing things that are important. Uh, but um, unfortunately, I was um, I was a workaholic all the time, right. And because of that, um, uh, I wa I wasn't taking care of myself, right. Uh, I made one mistake. I went and got uh, got a partner, and then it became difficult because um, you know we had to always improve the business. And uh, then uh, you know I found that stress had come onto me, and by focusing on 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 work and only work, uh, that was the problem that created a situation where my stress uh, went up and. Um, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping uh, enough. I should have been sleeping eight hours a day, but I was sleeping around four hours a day. And that precipitated in a stroke. And that day changed everything. And I read a section of your book where you went through that, that horrible day where you get up, you're going to get things done, you talk to your kids, okay, you do this, you do this, and you're on your way. And then everything changed in, in just a moment. And, and you were so surprised that there, there wasn't a lot of warning. It was just, uh, okay, like flipping on a light switch. We have a different situation right now. Absolutely, uh, Linda. Um, I never expected that I would have a health crisis, right? Because I was very healthy, right? People always saw me as a very healthy person. And when I had the stroke, it was so devastating because I really did not know what a stroke was. I was so busy in my business. I wasn't focusing on health at all. And um, it was only after I had the stroke that I realized how serious the stroke would be and that it would take more than 10 years for me to recover. And even then, partially recover. Wow. That is, that is very frustrating when you have a, an idea of what your life is going to look like and then something comes along and changes the trajectory. So um, let's talk about how, how did you deal with that when you're used to being in charge and now you can be in charge and how that feels in affecting your identity when you think, this is who I am. I'm a person who goes in and gets it done. And then how does that affect you when you're not that part of that guy anymore? Yeah. Um, what happened when I found that um, I was not going to be in charge anymore? The main thing was I needed someone to take charge of the company. I was so happy that my wife had joined me 10 years before my stroke and she was able to take over the company. Then I had to focus on what to do with myself. The first three months, I was very demor demoralized when I was in the hospital. And then when I heard that um, my healing had plateaued, I said, I cannot let this happen. I've got my two daughters still in studying and uh, I have my company, you know, I have, uh, you know, I have to support my wife 
And the only way I could support her was to take care of myself, right? And so I, I, I made a decision at the end of when, you know, when I had my uh, three months after my stroke, I said, I'm going to fight this, right? And then I had, I had renewed, a renewed energy uh, to go out there and work as hard on my stroke recovery. And then, um, what happened? Uh, after three months, uh, the, the next six months, I saw some improvement and then, uh, it continued. Uh, in the first three years, I needed a wheelchair, right? But then, uh, after that, I said, I'm going, I'm not going to use the wheelchair. I need to be able to, to walk, even though it, I was assisted, right? I, I need to. So in 2014, 2015, I stopped using the wheelchair. Congratulations to be able Thanks. to walk again. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it's it's not easy and not everyone is successful in making that transition. I'm so glad. When you're talking about learning to walk again, it, in my mind, I, I flashed back to my son was in a motorcycle accident and it was yeah. quite serious. And he... Um, should have died. Fortunately for me, he didn't. But he broke both legs. He had lots of surgeries. Yeah. He was bedridden, and he had to learn how to walk again. Wow. And um, so that process. Sorry for me. It it just it's it's personal because that is so real. That ability to be able to take yourself where you want to go is uh, is something that we take for granted every day. So. I'm I'm delighted with your success. Now you talked about your you're Can I ask going. You, how, how old is your daughter, your son? Uh, he is thirty now. Wow, you've got a thirty-year-old son. You look so young. Oh, thank you very much. So we're talking about healing, and we would really like it to go in this beautiful line where every day I get just a little better and a little better, and it doesn't always work that way, does it? Yes. So how do you stay positive and motivated when it doesn't go the way that you're hoping it will go? Okay. How I stay motivated is whenever I feel uh, of like giving up, I then look at my family and see how how they are they are helping me in my journey. And then it becomes very easy for me to uh you know, continue uh, in improving myself. It's my family, especially who was having to take over the burden of my running the company. Uh, my wife really motivated me uh, to carry on the journey the last 10 years. I'm so glad that you had them there to help support you. Now, I have yeah. a, a question in that this situation of running this large company was so stressful that it put you in a not good place. How do you protect your wife so that she doesn't feel that stress burden and so she's able to still be healthy? Yeah, you're right. It's difficult, uh, Linda, because when you're in that position, uh, you know, it's you want to be the best. And um, I have been talking to her that um, she needs to 
get someone uh, to assist her, right? Uh, like before, uh, there were two of us running the company, and now there's only one. So I'm constantly uh, trying to convince her that she needs to get a, a good person to assist her, and I hope that she would, you know, make that decision because uh, I think that uh, it's very important uh, that uh, when you're running a company the size of ours. Uh, you need to make sure that the company can run even without you. Wow. And that's yeah. a really important thing to do. And it's a little bit, you have to separate your ego from it just a little bit, where yes. it's not just, I am the company. It's, you know, I yes. am part of. So I hope, I hope that she is able to be healthy. And you mentioned that you have, uh, you were just the number one biggest, and now that you have sold part of it, so hopefully you yeah. simplified things a little bit so that it wouldn't be such a burden for her to carry. Yes, that's correct, Linda. Oh, excellent. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're being able to to move forward. So let's talk a little bit, if it's okay, about a couple different things. One is I love the title of your book that it is a stroke of gratitude. So how does gratitude help us to heal? Yes, I think gratitude is very important for me. Uh, until uh, 2014, I was thinking, how, how can I pass the message that I wanted to share? And then in 2018, I'm sorry, 2014, I met Dr. Dan Wiseman uh, from America. He came to Singapore. And I attended the seminar. And then I attended his uh, six-day seminar in Adelaide in Australia. And I talked to him about my, my stroke. And he said, Ananda, consider that your stroke is uh, strange wrapping paper, right? Um, and because of that, um, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to say that again. Uh, is, uh, is, just a minute. No worries. So it sounds like maybe like a gift wrapped yes, in wrapping paper, but yes. the wrapping paper is not beautiful and it doesn't have a big pretty bow on it. It's the wrapping paper of your gift, of your stroke, is pretty ugly, I would say. Okay. Not a present yes. that I would want to receive. Yes, Exactly. It was a gift in strange wrapping paper, and um, I, when when he when Doctor Daniel Weisman mentioned it, I then realized that that was correct, and that the way that I could get my message over to many other people would be to write a book, and that's how the title of the book came, uh, where it is uh, "Stroke of Gratitude." That is beautiful, and I understand that. Gratitude also helps us to reduce our stress. I have another friend who had a surprise. It, it wasn't a stroke. It was a heart attack. And his doctor said, you've had a heart attack. Um, and you're going to have another one if you don't manage your stress. So figure it out or you're dead. And he yeah. said, wow, that's a motivator for you. And he found from all the different things that he tried that when he was in a state of gratitude, that he was able to manage his stress better. 
And I thought, isn't that a beautiful, simple, and, and for a lot of people, kind of a strange way to manage stress. It's not one of those go-to things that you think of. That's correct, uh, Linda. That's how I feel now uh, with the book. I feel that uh, gratitude, uh, when it is shared with other people, they will understand how that will help in the healing. And isn't that beautiful? Well, I'm so glad. So is it okay? Can you give us some tips on some other tips for stress management? We talked about gratitude, that that's one thing that we can do. What else can we do to help manage our stress? Um, the most important thing I feel uh, to manage the stress is enough sleep, right? That helps. And making, uh, having a very good a group of friends that you can go to to discuss these things are very important. Of course, first is family, right? But family, we know that family is always helping you. But the important thing is to have a good group of friends that you could bounce off ideas and that you feel very safe with, right? And I think that this uh, would have, uh, you know, would help reduce stress. Uh, one other thing that I use is visualization, right? Um, when I find myself, um, you know, in a stressful situation, I just close my eyes and I visualize uh, the problem already settled, right? And, um, uh, you know, I think visualization is a very powerful way of uh, helping reduce uh, stress into in, in, in our mind and our body. Isn't the other beautiful? Is, uh, yeah, oh. sorry. The other thing is, um, uh, besides uh, visualization, is meditation, right? This helps me as well, meditation, as well as yoga, right? I think yoga also helps me. So these are the things that, that help me in my stress reduction. That is beautiful. And all of those things are very doable, I love that the first two, when you talked about, let's get enough sleep and let's make community with our friends and with our family and, and just have that association and friendship. These are the things that just help us have a joyful life. It's, it's not just something that you do because you don't want to get sick. It's something that you want to do because you want to be happy every day. Absolutely, Linda. That is awesome. I'm so glad that you were able to find some tools that worked for you. Do you want to give any specifics about stroke um, healing from that or something that can, you know, maybe there's someone who's listening who has recently had a stroke and they're thinking, oh, no, what, what can I do? How, how do I get over this? Okay. Uh, the thing that helps uh, with someone who has got a stroke is to consider um, acupuncture, right? I found acupuncture uh, very important for uh, stroke recovery. Um, uh, secondly, um, is having enough sleep, right? Now, many of my friends who have had stroke, uh, who have had a stroke, uh, don't do not have enough sleep. But I think the sleep is very important. If you can get eight to ten hours, I'm sorry, eight to nine, sorry, seven to eight hours of sleep each day, 
it will be a very good way of uh, reducing stress. And it's important to 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 start your sleep at um, ten at ten in the evening, right? And and have it from ten to six because uh, this is the healing cycle, especially between ten to two. It's very important. Many people uh, go to bed around twelve o'clock, but they have lost uh, half the important. The important that the most most important is to is to sleep by ten o'clock, and ten to twelve is very critical. And if you get another four hours of sleep, so you get eight hours of sleep. I think that will help so much. Isn't that interesting that the timing matters? Because some people think, well, if I just sleep in in the morning, then I'm still getting some hours of sleep. But I guess research shows that it actually works better for our bodies if we go to bed a little earlier, and that timing matters. And I love that you brought up sleep again. And I spoke recently with a doctor, and he talked about some of the things that happen to our brain when we sleep. He said some people think. You know, when you sleep, you're just wasting time. This is time I could be working, time I could be doing something. He said, "No, your brain waves change," and and he likened it to a dishwasher. He says, "This is our wash cycle in our brain, and our brains take so much energy that it creates a lot of waste, and it needs to be cleaned out in order to function properly." And I I didn't know that before. I thought that was very interesting. We need that sleep time so that our brains can be. Clean and they can function well. That's fantastic. Is there anything else that you want to make sure that we cover today before we close? Yes. The one reason I wrote this book is that one in four people will have a stroke in their lifetime. One, one in, in four. Yeah. One oh. in four. Okay. And eighty percent of strokes are. It's possible to avoid. Eighty percent of strokes can be avoided. Eighty、so、percent、like, can be avoided. Yeah. Okay. In fact, a recent research, a large population research, has shown that ninety-one percent of the people surveyed could have been could have avoided the stroke. So, stroke is something that can be avoided. So, if you ask me why, why this book is to help people avoid strokes, I like that. So here you're talking about healing from a stroke, but if at all possible, let's avoid the stroke in the first place. And it sounds like some of the major things we need to do are to get proper sleep. And also to be able to manage our stress, and it it matters. Our our physical health depends on it. So yes, exactly. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Ananda, for visiting with me today. Thank you so much, Linda, for your invitation. In closing, I'd like to share a quote from author Action Jacqueline. She said. Gratitude is the best stress reduction tactic in life. It's impossible to feel stressed and grateful at the same time; they are incompatible. Today, I invite you to choose to be grateful and see what it can do for you. See you next time on Linda's Corner.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Linda's Corner, please share and subscribe to help us reach new listeners. I also invite you to check out my nonprofit, Hope for Healing, at the website hopeforhealingfoundation.org for free ebooks and other free resources to help increase happiness, build confidence and self esteem, strengthen relationships, manage stress, and calm feelings of depression and anxiety. I also invite you to grab a copy of one of my books, like Crushed A Journey Through Depression, or Amazon bestseller You Got This, an action plan to calm fear, anxiety, worry, and stress. See you next time on Linda's Corner.